Fitness is your ability to cope with and recover from stress. And the best way to level up both your mental and your physical fitness is by making small but powerful changes to your daily habits and routines. With this podcast, I aim to bring you a combination of short educational solo casts and slightly longer conversations I've had with a wide variety of fascinating people. The goal? To help you develop a lifestyle which supports your mental and physical fitness and improves your overall quality of life. My name is Jay Unwin. Welcome to FitBody FitMind. In episode two, I talk to you about the five pillars of a fit, healthy lifestyle. Pillar two is nourishment, and it's an area where so many people struggle with confusion and overwhelm. There's so much conflicting information out there, and our initial response is to find something extreme to try and overhaul our entire way of eating. We try and give up as many different things as possible. We might give up carbohydrates completely, or we might give up alcohol, or we might give up chocolate, or we might give up gluten. We're looking for something which is going to be the magic bullet. That is just the way that the human mind works. But unfortunately, it's not the way the human body works. It's not the way our lifestyle works. There are so many different diets available, and they are usually focused around deprivation of something. Nourishment instead is about giving your body what it needs. If you look at various ways of eating from around the world, the most healthy populations are not going on diets. What they're doing is they're nourishing their bodies. They've got a way of eating which is very low in processed food and very high in nutritious, nutrient-dense, plant-based foods. If you look at the Mediterranean, you look at Japan... Diet culture makes huge amounts of money out of selling extremes when in fact it's these basics which make the biggest difference. Add to that with water. Water makes a huge amount of uh, a difference to our health because every single chemical reaction in our body relies on water. And even just a 2% level of dehydration, just 2% of our of our body mass disappearing through dehydration, tiny amount can lead to fatigue and struggling with concentration and memory and learning. All of these things are affected by your hydration level just by a small drop in that hydration and also your mood is going to be affected too. And then the other aspect of nourishment is breathing. Most of us breathe very shallow. We breathe as a kind of mindless thing that we we don't do consciously. And the more we can bring back some conscious thought to our breathing, not necessarily every minute of every day, but just to certain points of our day, we can release some of that pent-up stress and that pressure and allow ourselves to come back into the moment. Now, the benefits of proper nourishment are as they're just a ridiculous, a ridiculous list. I'm just going to cover off a few of the ones which I think are the most important ones. First off, in terms of your physical benefits to proper nourishment, your energy levels are going to improve. You're going to have more energy to do the things that you need to do in everyday life. Your immunity will improve, your ability to fight off infection. Without the building blocks, your immune system cannot function effectively. There are certain nutrients that you need. For, for a start, you need enough overall food. You need to be making sure that you're not malnourished. You need to have enough protein. You also need to have enough of trace minerals like zinc in order for your immune system to function effectively. 
recovery and repair from illness and from injury. You require certain nutrients from your diet. You require enough water. You require enough oxygen going into your system to recover and repair from whatever physical stress you've been under and indeed whatever mental stress you've been under. Your circulation, your heart, your blood vessels, your blood itself, it requires good nourishment in order to function. Your skin, your hair, your digestion, which is linked to immunity, a healthy gut biome is one of the biggest areas of research at the moment and its links to both your immunity and your mental health. All other organs in your body, your liver, your kidneys, your lungs, your sexual health, it is all fundamentally underpinned by the things that you put into your body. You are what you eat. You cannot possibly be made of anything else. The cells in your body, the only building blocks they have are what you put in, what you consume, what you inhale. The mental benefits of good nourishment, improved cognitive function from being adequately hydrated and from eating the things which your brain requires in order to function, your mental health through being hydrated, through breathing well, through eating well. But then there's also your social fitness at play here because food has always been a very social part of human existence. Food is a centerpiece for celebration. Food and banquets, there's, this is documented throughout history. And the concept of breaking bread and all of these kind of term, this terminology that we've got around food or around everyday life, which refers to food. Food is social. And so it's not about having the perfect balanced diet at the expense of your social fitness as well. You don't want to be that person sat in the car outside a party eating chicken and broccoli out of a Tupperware container like some people in the fitness industry do. And I know because I've been there. It's not about just those nutrients going in. It's also about the social aspect of food and eating with friends and eating with family. And that brings me on to the spiritual benefits because growing food, preparing food, cooking and eating food has always been a spiritual experience for humans. It has been, it's what sustains us. It is what keeps us alive and so there is a huge amount of connection to that which we have lost in the modern age where we buy stuff that's ready-made or processed or pre-packaged and we are disconnected from where our food comes from. Where in the past we were involved in it at every stage. We knew where it was coming from because we were getting our hands into the earth and we were growing these plants. We were harvesting these crops. We were preparing and cooking and eating. And all of this was was a was an experience that we maybe are lacking now. And so I'm not saying that we have to grow all our own food now. That is not possible for the vast majority of people. But if we can connect with where our food comes from, if we can connect with um, the, the planet and the environment which is sustaining us through this nourishment, then perhaps we can reconnect a little bit with that spirituality that perhaps um, we used to have a lot more of. How to start nourishing yourself though? Where do we actually start? Well, the first thing I can say is stop looking for another diet. Just bin that idea off entirely. Stop looking for another diet and instead reflect on what needs to improve. What needs to improve in your lifestyle at the moment around nourishment? Does your food need to change? The amount perhaps or the quality of what you're eating? 
How about water? Could you be drinking more water? Breathing, could you be including some conscious breathing in your daily routine? What needs to improve for you specifically? Not what anyone else is telling you you need to improve. What do you feel needs to improve? So it all starts with that reflection on your current position. And then break it down into basic habits, not overhauls. If you need to eat more veggies, what meal or snack could you adjust? Don't just have the overall goal of eating lots more veg, but what meal or snack specifically could you adjust? If you need to drink more water, when could you fit another glass of water in during your day? Rather than having an overall target of drinking two litres or three litres or whatever it happens to be, where can you fit in a specific glass of water? What about breathing consciously? Could you do two minutes of breathing exercises some point during work hours or perhaps before bed to relax you and start helping improve your sleep quality? See, this, all, all this stuff is interlinked. All these different pillars are interlinked so that breathing can help you improve your sleep quality. Could you do some before bed? Start small, the same as we talked about with movement and the same as we will talk about with all of these things. Start small, build a solid foundation. Don't do too much too soon. And attach these habits, as always, to existing ones. Because then you can say, when I have done X, I will do Y. And it can become part of a stacked habit routine. It's much more likely to become automated if you do it all the time. If you are going to do breathing exercises before bed and you do it every single night, you are going to find it much more likely to stick. You will struggle if you do it sporadically. So attach these habits, as always, to existing ones. If you're going to drink a glass of water when you wake up in the morning, do that every single day because then it is more likely to stick. Use your willpower and your motivation to start with, but don't rely on it long term. Rely on the automation of those behaviours long term. So what small changes could you make to the way you eat, drink and breathe? Keep it super simple. Start small and don't overhaul. Focus on the basics. Make it enjoyable. Like we talked about with movement, again, eating to nourish your body is not dieting. It is not about deprivation, but it is about feeding your body the nutrients it craves, the nourishment that it needs to thrive and feel epic. Thank you for listening to Fit Body, Fit Mind with me, Jay Unwin. If you aren't already connected with me on LinkedIn, Instagram or Facebook, then you can find all the links in the podcast description or on my website at fitbodyfitmind.online. Until next time, stay fit, stay well and have fun.